scary movies. Uh huh. What's your favorite scary movie? Uh, I don't know. You have to have a favorite. What comes to mind? Hello, world. This is Chris Abalo's podcast experiment, and I am Chris Abalo. Welcome to the show, where I'm joined once again by Jack DeFranco. Hi, everybody. Just in case you're wondering if you hear noises during this recording, it's not a ghost, despite our topic tonight. It's my neighbors upstairs having a singing party. So a singing party. Yeah, something. It's been like this all day, you know, trying to study and live your life and, and hear your neighbors. Have you said there's there's a hysterical commercial. Um, I don't remember what it's for, but it's a family living upstairs. It's kind of like a duplex situation, like you know, you and I both live in. Separately. Oh, the Geico commercials with the we with have the people, a rat with problem, the f- and it's it's the band Rat. Oh no, that's hysterical though. I love that. No, it's it's like a family upstairs that they're all do like clog dancing or something. Yeah, it's the same thing. It's it's a Geico. Oh, is it a Geico commercial? Okay. Problem. <laughs> it's just the family. Yeah. That's so. That is so true though. That's why I'm happy we're on the top floor. Granted, we don't hear a whole lot of noise. Where mm-hmm. we are, thankfully, but uh, yeah, in oh, just in apartments in general. I mean, <laughs> I got some I've stories. Heard things. Oh, heard there things was I can't talk about. <laughs> or can you? Hey, who, who's to know? Yeah, nobody knows where you are. We yeah. really just need to get. I mean, that that's the the scary part. I've talked about it before with you, not on the show, privately. So here's a little peek behind the curtain. No, we we've talked about um because you would like to get out of where you are. And uh, we're okay with where we are, but, you know, we'd be open to, you know, a different opportunity if something came along. And uh, I said, boy, it'd be great if we got a duplex and you and Noel on one floor and Sherry and I on another. And boy, that would be fun. And it would also be there'd be a slight degree of of paranoia there where you'd be worried about if somebody's, (laughs) you know, if you guys want to, you know, get busy or something like that. Or if we did and they'd be like, they're going to hear us because. Oh, yeah. There, there is that little bit of concern. I mean, look, you've lived with some. some I've shared roommates. buildings with people. I live with, with other friends, and yeah, you have. You, you did. Yeah. <laughs> well, that's that's to be talked about. We'll we'll talk about that in the future. Someday, you living with Someday. Ryan. We'll we'll talk about that with Ryan sometime. Now yeah, that those yeah. days are long over, but mm-hmm. yeah, you, you've had those those situations, and it's awkward to say the least. So several times, yeah, yeah. So the idea. Yeah, the idea of worrying about uh, hearing your friends fuck in particular, or you know what, even even more uh, drastic is uh, hearing them argue. Yes, that's another concern. That's uh oh, what happens when we mix it up? Because every every couple fights. Yeah, but Noelle there's... and I have our fights too, and even she's mm-hmm. like, Shh, the neighbors. I'm like, I, and at the time, I'm like, I don't care about the neighbors. <laughs> oh, I do the same thing. It's like you need to calm down because they can probably hear us downstairs. I'm like. Aah. Like it just doesn't. Yeah. Don't tell me to calm down. You know, it yeah. never works. It never. Works. I usually give the middle finger to the ceiling since we're on the bottom <laughs> floor. Like when we have this conversation, think of the neighbors, and I'm like, fuck the neighbor. <laughs> oh, you froze. What a burst. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, yeah, that's awesome. <laughs> uh, it's true. So anyway, yeah. So anyway, uh, listen, we we've, we've got some stuff uh, in mind for October. And uh, there's some stuff for uh, the next two weeks that doesn't involve Jack. <laughs> <Aww>. But, <laughs> but uh, we don't have 
a lot of uh, Halloween stuff planned, really, for next month. Um, it's not a big holiday for uh, either one of us, in as much as we're not, like, Halloween fanatics. We enjoy... Not really, but there's this whole generation of ours that's, like, grown-up children that, like, love Halloween... Like they never let it go, and I, I, I really, you say that as a as a person who still as collects. an action figure collector in my thirties, <laughs> yeah. I appreciate that kind of sense. Well, you, you got some balls, yeah. <laughs> picking on people for liking a holiday. No, I, I wasn't picking on nobody. But yes, you like, were. Oh, but that's how I heard it. No, there's kidding. a contingent of people our age who love Halloween that never really outgrew it, and I kind of like that. But I'm not one of those people. I always liked Halloween. Yeah. For the dress up aspect of it, but growing up, horror aspect was a no for me. So we're gonna hear some stuff from me about <laughs> how 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 damaging horror movies were to me as a child. Yes, not please. Ever one. Yeah, we barely touched on this. That was something that was gonna be an inevitable episode. It was still on the on the docket for I think if it wasn't 2017, it was 2018. There was a whole list of uh, lineup for show ideas for the only podcast that matters in 2017 and 2018 which never came to be but a halloween episode because we never properly done a halloween episode a halloween centric uh, episode that it was going to be an idea so this is stuff frankly we've never even talked about and it, there are certain things where it's where you think oh we probably talk about that a million times but let's talk about it anyway we yeah. talk about movies all the time but it never yeah. gets old there's <laughs> always a movie discussed in this so yeah but something like halloween we've never really gotten into so yeah why not but um, it, it's kind of a bummer because, you know, this year we were thinking about this is after, frankly, uh, maybe like last Christmas. Yes, we we're already talking about this Halloween. We're not <laughs> weird, but we never really had a housewarming party last summer. We talked about it and it just kind of never came to pass because we both kind of hit the ground running when we moved into this place. We both started jobs right away and it uh, it, it kind of didn't happen and the fact that we're farthest away from everybody except you know you <laughs> you and your wife then yeah. we thought ah, i'm a close 42 miles yes <laughs> <laughs> is it that much can't be that bad I don't know. I'm, it's I'm, about 42 I'm, minutes but it's probably 42 like, minutes yes <laughs> yeah it's probably like uh 30 miles but anyway yeah so we said well maybe next year we should do something maybe a summer thing and then we thought well we can kind of you know but our our you know landlord has a like a summer kind of party, like a 4th of July party or Memorial Day party or something. So we were like, well, that's not really something that's ours. Maybe a Halloween party. And, you know, since we didn't have a housewarming party, we thought, well, nobody throws Halloween parties. I mean, a, a holiday party, Christmas party, uh, since all of us are Christmas celebrators, uh, didn't really happen last year because we ended up going to Atlantic City for a big night out to see Richard Marks and Rick Springfield. And some of the ladies came along mm -hmm. and uh, that was kind of some of them didn't. <laughs> Me in a hotel by myself. One of them with, didn't. Yeah, you and with acid reflux at four in the with, morning for Booters. Yes, that's, <laughs> acid reflux that's, and two that's good, what I slept with and two good hands and a smartphone. But yeah. in bed to yourself. Oh yeah, I was making the most out of that hotel. I, I bet you were. <laughs> <laughs> Took forever for those wrist brace to get off. But uh, anyway, so we didn't have because the, the weekend it fell on was, was like the fifteenth or sixteenth or something. Like that probably would have been the weekend we would have had. Some kind of it holiday was the week party. before Rise of Skywalker. That's what I remember. So I was going of on vacation from work. So of course you do. Yeah. Uh, and the following weekend, being the last weekend before Christmas, well, everybody was kind of booked up. Everybody had something going on. So they, we didn't have a holiday party last year, just because we ended up seeing this concert and kind of making a weekend out of it, where we went down to Atlantic City. Uh, and then the year before was uh, Jack and Noel had one at their place. Uh, the aptly yes. named Noel <laughs> having a Christmas party at their place, and. 
we thought, well, maybe we'll have a holiday party this year. But like someone's going to have a holiday party, but nobody has a Halloween party. Yeah. And we didn't get nobody we knew had one last year. So we didn't get invited to any Halloween parties. We thought we should totally do that. Yeah. So that was our tentative thought for this year was we'll do a Halloween party. Wouldn't that be great? And at this point, it's probably not going to happen. It'd be great if it did. But I I, I'm committed to trick or treating with my five year old niece, my five, my five and eight year old nieces. Wait, how did uh, did you get drafted in to do that as opposed to the so as I've told before on this show, I got my niece Olivia into Star Wars because she loves the character Ray. And in February, she got the costume of Ray and said that she wants everybody for Halloween to be Star Wars characters for Halloween. This is in February, before pandemic, before the rest of the year. She already had Halloween planned. And I thought, yeah, that would work out. And then it just, when things started to like kind of fall apart, my sister coordinated to be like, okay, this is definitely going to have to happen because she needs this. And I'm like, okay, so I, I will be preoccupied on october 31st dressed as luke skywalker and with the you're kidding really yeah, <laughs> yeah. you are gonna be oh there's a surprise i'm sure as soon as she said oh i want everyone to dress as a star wars character and you knew you were going to be invited you must have had a pretty good rod going because mm-hmm. any opportunity for you to express your star wars fandom is mm-hmm. you will never turn yeah, it down so, so i will be booked october 31st so all right I can't disappoint my niece hey this is my fault so like it kind of is actually yeah you should be the one yeah now that we yeah. now, now that we're talking about it, yeah, it is your responsibility to take her trick or treating. Yes. It's your fault she's into Star Wars now. Mm-hmm. But uh, yeah, I, uh, unfortunately, we couldn't. Uh, mm-hmm. We're probably just not well, having a Halloween party. Just not that we couldn't, but we're thinking eh, with everything going on, you know, with everything with the in the pandemic. year too. And somebody pointed this out the other day on a podcast I listened to that this year Halloween, Fourth of July, and. A bunch of other holidays kind of fell on a Saturday, and this is the year no one can do anything. Oh shit, you're right. Wow, <laughs> yeah, I didn't think July about that. Saturday's year, and it was like, oh, because oh. the last couple of years, the Fourth of July was like on a Tuesday three years ago, and it was absolutely the worst time because it's like you went out and you had fun. Then Wednesday had to be back at work. Yeah, people had Monday off because the the holiday fell on a Tuesday, and obviously My no one's going to go for not, Monday. So we, <laughs> oh, of course not. <laughs> Yeah, that's right on brand. We left, the, uh, we left at 4 p.m. that day and then we had to be back at work at 8 a.m. on Wednesday. All of us just like sore and tired and just, you know, <laughs> hung over. Oh, woohoo. Yeah. You got a whole I, extra I, I hour went off. On a slip and slide the day before and my body was hurting. So, ooh, dude, <laughs> I could. I, I think I'm at that age now where getting the, the just thinking about you talking about getting on a slip and slide immediately my body started to hurt yeah I was my knees my back too at that point and it was like yeah this is fun next day the chair at work <laughs> i can't go to the printer <laughs> you just showed up at work with an inflatable pool full of ice you know, i'm yeah. gonna lay in this i'll be on the phones from this yeah, yeah. someone yeah. wheel me to the bathroom because i can't get up <laughs> it was bad i bet yeah so, but anyway, scary stuff. Halloween. Yeah, scary <laughs> stuff in Halloween. Uh, well, that's what's funny about uh, Halloween for you. I mean, aside from just using it as an opportunity to dress up like a lot of kids do, it's changed in your adulthood because your wife is a massive horror movie fan. And a Halloween fanatic. It, that right. is her favorite time of the year. So this honestly kind of this trend of like what I discussed before about adults loving Halloween my eyes weren't open to it until Noelle and I started dating because she's big into Halloween her f- and she absolutely loves it. It's her favorite time of the year. She has, when we started dating, the apartment was decked out a little bit with Halloween stuff. So it was like, oh, 
cool. So she probably didn't know the, the side of, you know, grown men who build Legos and have Funko Pops as a thing either. But like, it kind of was weird how that mutually we found one another with that. Like, <laughs> yeah, you, you got know. your thing where you want action figures and Legos and toy shopping. And she wants to just, you know, it's as soon as September 1st rolls around, it's Halloween season. Yeah. But I growing up was no fan of horror movies and I didn't see any horror movies that traumatized me because all I had were the VHS boxes that were enough to be like, that's not for me. So <laughs> yeah. Oh my God. I was a, I was a total, I was a total puss bag to uh, <laughs> like 14 or 15 years old. I was awful. I was uh, bad. Poor Jack. Well, yeah, yeah you used to be scared by uh, captain Lou Albano back in the day so if he was scared of you i couldn't imagine what chucky and freddie would have been oh god yeah so yeah being a child of the 80s like child of the 80s and 90s like there were horror icons there was freddie there was jason there was chucky and there were tons of video stores so i remember as a little kid chucky was my nightmare my absolute nightmare i was one of those kids that had a my buddy doll in 1988 child's play came out and after that, the doll disappeared because I was terrified of that little bastard. And just was, from the it, commercials for Child's Play, you just said that's enough. I can't do it. No, on, just the video box. Like there was a video box of him just covered in blood with a knife, and then like the second one had him cutting the uh, the Jack the, the Jack in the Box off. toy. Yeah, cutting the and spring with like garden like, shears. No, like no, 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 no. And I think because my mom knew about what was happening with that movie, like it being so like horror being so prevalent at that time, she just got rid of the doll. Because it was just so in the vernacular at that time that, like, I was terrified just seeing the box of Chucky on the VHS tape in the store. So it, it was bad. And then we would go to video stores all the time. Video stores, to me, used to be a nightmarish experience. As much as you wouldn't think so. Like, you would think young Jack DeFranco is, like, skipping through the aisles of, what can I watch <laughs> next? Video stores for me growing up were legit terrifying. Because I would always stumble into the horror section as a little kid. I remember one time when I was like, must have been four or five, there was a giant standing cardboard cutout of Freddy, Freddy Krueger. And oh, awesome. I couldn't, I, I, I like the checkout counter. And I was like glued to my mother's leg of like, can we please just get out of here? <laughs> you almost like, stole was, something. Like, I'm not going anywhere near the register. Yeah. Get me out like, of here. Walk out with milk duds in your pocket. Used to be like, oh my God. Yeah. The kids movies used to be in like, kind of the front section so the further we'd venture to like maybe the new releases you'd pass the horror section and it just it never it just i would get such anxiety as a child going to a video store to watch like to just pick out a movie because there were horror movies around that i didn't like the boxes enough were terrifying to me the freddy movies the jason movie anything with blood on it and a knife and a axe wielding murderer of some sort hands off it was bad. It was bad Man. for a long time. So much so that my mom will even testify to this. Up until I was like probably early teens, the video store we used to go to in Point Pleasant a lot. The horror section was like right in the front of the store. So when you walk through the doors, you automatically just see the boxes. So there's no escape for young me to just be like, avoid this <laughs> other than just to turn my, I swear to you and people at home, Chris can maybe describe this. I'd walk into the store like this with my head tilted this way to just avoid the whole line of horror movies just to like, oh, I, I hated it. So 
I hated I hated going to the video store as a child, and you wouldn't think so. Uh, I would have thought that would have been your heaven, but I mean, given no. that, if if they're gonna put the horror stuff right by the door, yeah, no wonder. God, no, wow. it, it was it was did it was legit terrifying growing <laughs> up like that. And honestly, it didn't I didn't outgrow that until my early teens because even when Bride of Chucky came out, I was thirteen. Like he was even more mutilated in that movie. And I was still more terrified of him than uh, at 13. It's like, I can't shake this. It was like a real phobia. So like, I always thought horror movies would just never happen for me ever. I would never watch them. I could watch rated R movies. Like I could watch like speed or I don't even know if that was rated R. But I, I watched like Terminator two growing up and a bunch of other like rated R films, but horror movies were just nope off limits. Just too intense. It. Yeah, you Too just intense. couldn't. You couldn't deal didn't with it. Didn't know what I was in for, and just yeah. And didn't didn't like being scared. Meanwhile, didn't, seven yeah. years ago, when you mm-hmm. get together with your your would be wife, your yeah. eventual wife, now different different story. It is a different story, and for for reference for people, it's like, well, you said, how did you? I didn't get get over this seven years ago. I started to wean myself slowly into horror movies when I was late teens, early twenties, like. Around like 2002, 2003-ish, uh, VH1 used to play that show, I Love the 80s. So I would see a lot of these like movies for the first time in like clips. And I thought, oh, some of them aren't really that scary. And one of the ones they played a lot was like the Friday the 13th one. So I actually went Friday the 13th, there was like a marathon one day on chan- on TV. I actually sat and watched them and was, and was actually having fun. I was like, oh my God, this is like, it's not like, oh, this isn't scary. It's like, it could be scary. But it's fun too, and I kind of started to piece together in like like my mid to late teens, and early twenties of like, okay, horror movies, yes, they are scary, but there's a fun element to them too. That's like, it's fun to be scared. Oh, absolutely, and yeah. that that was what as a kid for me, that was one of the things where I was afraid of being afraid because you're a kid. I mean, what do you know? And frankly, seeing Child's Play when I was ten, when I was in fourth grade. I remember the edited version was on Channel Eleven where they would show horror movies every weeknight at 8 o'clock in, uh, in October. Yeah, I would avoid Channel show... 11 throughout <laughs> yeah, October. Yeah, see, you know, because it, it was kind of a local thing. I mean, I'm sure other states had their, uh, and cities yeah, had yeah, their yeah. own version, but WPIX here, before it was uh, the WB. Yeah. <laughs> and before it became yeah, it was the a CW. Movie every night. <laughs> it was, yeah, 8 o'clock. And then Saturdays were movies at 1, 3, and 5, and Sundays 2, 4, and 6. I saw more movies edited for television as a child than you would believe, Mm -hmm. but it explains a a lot, including my complexion. But (laughs) anyway, so yeah, Child's Play was playing. and I don't know why I I wanted to watch that, like out of everything, because I remember flipping past. I don't remember if it was the same year or not, but seeing um, my favorite Nightmare on Elm Street, Nightmare on Elm Street 3, and seeing the scene where now you've seen it, I assume, Jack. Yes. Yes. Okay, so, you know, it's the one with the kids in the nuthouse. And Freddy's basically got the kid, you know, working like a puppet. He's got his veins and arteries or muscles or whatever. Yeah, he's yeah, walking the, the, the kid. The veins, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, he's he's walking the kid along like a marionette, and uh, you know, and then he gets him on the the ledge of the window, and then you see Freddy's head kind of over the the hospital, and then everyone's like, "No, don't do it now! Look out!" And then he just whoosh, he, he takes his blades and he cuts the muscles, the arteries, whatever it was, he was holding yeah. on to the dude, and then the guy falls to his death. And I just remember seeing that flipping channel. It's just like, shit. <laughs> yeah, as a little kid. I yeah. was terrified, just thinking, like, oh, my gosh. I could have edited that for television, because, poof. Well, back then, I mean, this would have been 19, let's say 1991. Let's say I was 10 at yeah. that point, because my birthday would have been in the beginning of October. And they would have, 
back then they they weren't as serious. I mean, they they would try to edit more sex than violence on TV, which is the funny part. That's always been the the two. Uh, mm-hmm. Yeah, you know the the two taboos is uh, which one do you try to cut down on? Do you cut down on violence? Do you cut down on sex? Well. At that during that era, there was definitely more of an attempt to uh, reduce sex on TV and cut down sex scenes as opposed to cut down violence. So, yeah, I'm kind of surprised they showed that on TV as well. But for some reason, that didn't intrigue me. Meanwhile, the movie's hysterical. That's kind of where they take the turn where the movies become funny and they're not as scary. Like the third one, they had more humor in it and Freddie gets, you know, sillier. A little quippy. Yeah. Yeah, he did. He, He got quippy. And I love it personally. I thought it was a lot of fun. But. Uh, for some reason that I was just like, nope, but child's play I was up for. And I sat and watched child's play by myself because I was a little nutcase and man, it, I watched it beginning to end to me with commercials and everything. And obviously edited for, you know, some violence and all the language and it scared the living shit out of me. And I had at that point, I don't think I had him anymore because I was 10. But when I was a kid, I guess when I was five, so let's say like 1986, I had bootleg my buddy. I had my pal. <laughs> so that was the doll I had on uh, my pal, which was probably, you know, two thirds the price of uh, my buddy. Yeah. And wasn't advertised on TV. It was like the Kmart <laughs> equivalent of my buddy. <laughs> Even cheaper version of my guy. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, which is the funny part, because at the time now, Child's Play is an idea is perfect for that kind of horror movie. Era, yeah. Like in the 80s for like little kids, like there were dolls out that were life size of a of a two or three year old that you could drag around and be he's totally. my friend and, and they were huge everybody had them so the idea of making a horror movie is cabbage patch kids yeah yeah those two and those look like old people just i mean yeah. <laughs> I had a, my sister got a cabbage patch at whatever age she was and i was getting maybe i was like five or something and uh they got me there was a cabbage patch baby boy and he was just he just bald you know because he was a little baby and yeah. it, it looked like my grandfather. It looked like because it's just this this thing, just this bald kind of, yeah. not even wrinkled face, but just kind of a. Yeah, my sister had a expression. few. My sisters had a few of them, and they were like, "What's the appeal? <laughs> like they're ugly." Dude, you can't explain. I mean, you can't explain popularity with kids, so you can't explain "Tickle Me Elmo." You can't explain the stuff that was big, like when we were working in retail and had to suffer through all those holiday seasons. I can't mm-hmm. explain why Yu-Gi-Oh cards were so huge. I mean, look, there's a lot of stuff I can't explain when it comes to popularity of kids. I have no idea how that stuff goes. But yeah. Anyway, uh yeah, the movie terrified me and I was scared of Chucky for a long time as a kid, like really scared. I didn't have I think uh my buddy was in the attic and uh, who I inexplicably named Johnny Fred. Johnny, <laughs> Johnny I don't Johnny know where Fred. Yeah, Johnny Fred. <laughs> I have no idea why. Not a great name. The no. kind of name a little kid gives a doll. Yeah. <laughs> Wasn't a good name at all. But for some reason, it was like, I'm going to call him. Hi, Johnny. I'm Johnny Fred. Want to play? What? <laughs> Sounds dude, like a dude with a pickup truck. <laughs> it was the first. Yeah, right. It's like a redneck uh, buddy. Yeah. <laughs> my, my, my redneck buddy. <laughs> my hillbilly. My hillbilly. <laughs> Comes with a toy pickup truck. That would have been hilarious. <laughs> I don't know. It was literally the first thing I said when I got. I was like, I'm going to call him Johnny Fred. I mean, my sister and my parents, I'm sure, remember this better than me. But like, there was never, there were no other names in competition. He was just going to be from minute one was Johnny Fred. No idea why. <laughs> was Fred the last name or the middle name? Middle name. Okay. I guess he would be Johnny Fred Abalo, which is a dreadful <laughs> name. Man, I say. But I'm a kid. Like, what names that, what, you know, 10 or 12 names? You only know names of classmates or whatever as a kid. So, what was I going to say? But I just thought it was funny that I didn't, uh, 
Maybe Johnny hyphen Fred was his name. Yeah. I don't know if I was writing at that. You're putting point. too much thought into this. It's I am. Like... I'm trying to explain like why it was okay, but I don't know why I didn't just call him Johnny. Sounds like an associate of like Lee Harvey Oswald or something like that. Like he's just, you know, he was a second shooter. <laughs> John Doe, aka Johnny Fred. <laughs> it's still is still missing. If you have information on the whereabouts of Johnny Fred. Yeah, that's kind of what it sounds like. Yeah. But uh, anyway, he was up in the attic at that point when I got in yeah. after I'd seen Child's Play. And man, was I terrified. I eventually saw two and three down the line. But I mean, I haven't seen those movies in years. Like when I was a teenager, when I was over my fear of of Chucky and dolls coming to life. It was weird. But the thing is, I'm kind of surprised they didn't. I mean, there were a bunch of there were Puppet Master and there was dolls. I mean, there were a bunch of uh, similar movies made in the 80s. Which is funny, too, that you weren't in a horror movie is because the 80s, in many ways, was the heyday for horror movies. Yes, yeah, yeah. Um, particularly the, the gruesome and um, experimental ones. I mean, it's much more of an underground thing. There were very, and the mainstream ones were Nightmare on Elm Street and Friday the 13th, of course. But there was definitely a, uh, a huge audience for, for horror movies at that time that built on the and movies of the 70s. Like, yeah. And the and effects. Not just that, but like practical effects and practical oh hell everything. yeah yeah just like really like there's some stuff still that i haven't seen and that i don't like i've never seen the hellraiser movies and quite frankly from what i've seen the clips i don't want to ever see those oh movies. dude those are the first two like, i, I can take people getting stabbed and people getting you know or what you know like a monster maybe eating some like maybe like a werewolf or something like that or even like something like the thing i could take i yeah. can't take something that looks like torture porn to me so i've oh. never seen like in regards to modern horror movies i've never seen it's... the saw movies the hostile movies that shit has never <laughs> in, interested me whatsoever but hellraiser is like no that no. is never going to be seen i don't know <laughs> i just... i can i can say for sure i've seen the first two hellraiser movies i don't know them as well as i know some other horror movies yeah. i've seen them maybe twice I don't think I've ever seen the third one. And you know what the funny thing is about the Hellraiser franchise? It's still going. They're all these direct-to-DVD or yeah. whatever the hell they are, I guess, uh, now, direct-to-streaming. Uh, I don't know what the equivalent is in 2020, but that uh, they're still making sequels to Hellraiser, and Doug Bradley is in most of them. The same guy who played Pinhead in the 80s is yeah. uh, still doing it. They kind of just kept them going. And I I'm curious, they probably get really lousy at a point like cheesy I'm sure but yeah. those first i can say for sure the first two were like they get pretty wow <laughs> things get pretty hairy yeah. in them i'd actually be be intrigued to watch those with you because you would be so i out. i'm out i oh, saw a couple bullshit scenes from them on like amc a couple years ago during their horror fest as like even for cable television like you're god they have like what could you edit that like, <laughs> it was like just so bloody and just so disturbing i was like mm. no never yeah i, dude. I can't but They're I disturbing. do like, um, I mean, there's a, I, I, like I said, I like the slasher movies, like the Freddy. I'll tell you what, sitting when I was living at Ryan's house, some nights I would watch like during the Hall Halloween season, I would watch Halloween. I'd watch uh, one of the Nightmare on Elm Street movies that were on TV, it was, either on HBO or on some like AMC because I had the horror fest in my room. And some part of me was still a little bit creeped out, not to the extent of like, shut it off. I can't watch it. But like, there's a point where it's like, I'm alone in the house. Corey and Ryan are not here, and I got this movie on, and I'm still, I still, like, it still has that. It's as much fun as I said they've become for me. It's still like, it's still in the back of my mind. This is pretty fucking creepy. Like, <laughs> and you're in your room with the door closed in an empty house, or what? Yeah, 
Yeah. Wow. Yeah, because Corey's probably working, and then uh, Ryan's not there. Right. And it's, uh, yeah. Oh, I have to go turn the lights on in the hallway. I hope I don't die. Oh, I, like, I it's totally. Old. I would have been in the, in the living room. I'll say that. Yeah. You know what? The, actually, the last movie that creeped me outward actually stayed with me. I think I may have told this story before, but obviously years ago, was um, Dead Silence, which I know. That's a big people, no-no for me. People posters <laughs> like, nope. I know people don't like, or people think it's stupid. Like as much as they like uh, stuff that those guys have done, like, you know, the conjuring and saw and, you know, things like that, or maybe not the conjuring. I forget what else they've done. But um, regardless, people thought that movie was just kind of cheesy. They didn't think it was particularly scary, but the circumstances were this. I went and saw it with my friend. It was February of 07. We went and saw it in the afternoon and uh, I- I'd want to see it. My girlfriend at the time didn't want to see it. She thought it was going to be too scary. So, okay. And um, at, she was also hanging out with her parents. This is when I was living in, in California, the first apartment I had in Burbank. Uh, so I was living with my friend and my girlfriend at the time. And uh, her parents were visiting. So she was hanging out with them anyway. So we, he and I went and caught a matinee because we finally had a chance to hang out. He was in school. I was in school. So we didn't get to see a whole lot of each other. So we're like, let's go see Dead Silence. So we finally... We see the movie and it's daylight. So if you're like, ah, no big deal. And, you know, when you come out of the theater, especially seeing something scary and still the sun's out and it's daytime and people are out, it doesn't really kick in. It doesn't really affect you as much. You can say like, man, that was kind of creepy. And there were creepy moments in that movie for sure. And I was just like, ah, you know, whatever. That was good. I enjoyed it. So went home that night. Now he was going to be going out because he was in film school and he was going to be going out and I don't know if he was shooting something that night or what, but he was going to be gone for the night. And, uh, my girlfriend also had gone at that point. I don't remember which night she'd gone, but she wasn't going to be at home that night either. Cause her and her parents were taking a trip to San Diego and they were going to be in San Diego for two nights. So he was going to be gone. She was gone. I was home alone. So now I'm home alone in an apartment by myself after seeing this movie which is pretty creepy i'm sorry dummies ventriloquist dummies and shit like that come to life like there was a a, that may have been what set me up for being scared of child's play because there's a twilight zone have you seen that one where the dummy starts talking to the guy it's really fucking creepy and i saw that i'm sure i know about it but like oh dude i I grew up with the goosebump books and the dummy in that like they've made him like somewhat funny in these new goosebumps. yeah that's always what terrifies people that's one that was pretty damn terrifying too like reading those yeah. books and well look at it, you know you can just go back to last year toy story 4 everyone was scared of those dummies mm-hmm. same thing and they were supposed to be kind of creepy even though they're it's an animated movie and it's a pixar movie and it's fun and it's witty and buzz it's yeah. still creepy that's why you know, dummies are creepy at my sister's house my sister was even like we were watching it's like dude but my god this is a this is a pixar movie <laughs> like yeah yeah this is <laughs> this is too much i don't know yeah. we we can't abide this but yeah so i was a little freaked out from the movie. So then I'm home and it's quiet and it was a built. It was in a nice apartment building, a newer building. So everything was insulated. So we didn't really hear neighbors or anything like that. So I'm kind of home alone and it's silent. And then when I go to bed, it's all the lights are off and it's dark. And I'm like, I mean, I didn't not sleep that night or anything. And I wasn't clutching, you know, the covers and shaking like a cartoon. I didn't throw them over my head and I'm this is a shaking lump yeah. under the sheets in the bed. It wasn't that bad, but there was a little part of me when I shut the lights off and I'm alone in the apartment for the first time spending the night, you know, by myself in the apartment was just kind of mm, yeah. <laughs> a little part of me that was thinking, <laughs> uh, like stuff like that. I hope a ventriloquist dummy can't find its way in because also the way it worked in Dead Silence was the dummy just had to be around 
to be attacked. And that was, funnily enough, that was the first scary movie uh, Sherry and I saw together in, God, what, that would have been 2015. Wow. And, uh, yeah, she came to my apartment and we watched it. And I knew she'd never seen it. She wanted to see it. And I said, oh, we got to we got to check this this movie out. This movie's fun. And she's such a scaredy cat. Everything makes her jump. Everything makes her scream. That's why we got to watch horror movies. The four of us need to get together and watch horror movies <laughs> because mm-hmm. I can just see the two of them. Noel and Sherry clutching each other. Well, no, Noel, like I said before, she loves her horror movies. But Noel has a thing where me now. There's a couple movies we've seen together the last couple of years where I was like, no, it's not going to happen. I'm not seeing it. And I ended up seeing it. I ended up seeing Annabelle, which I didn't want to see because, again, the whole doll creepy thing, it just doesn't, yeah. doesn't ever yeah. sit right with me. Like I've, like, I've seen some of the Chucky movies, and some of them are funny. Some of them are good. Like Child's Play 2, I think, is great. And I don't think I've actually even seen the first one. But, like, I've seen Child's Play 2. I've seen Child's Play 3. I've seen Bride of Chucky, which is just when it goes off the rails and stupid but yeah, bride of chucky seed the, of chucky of course is, seed of it chucky just gets ridiculous goofy. we watched that it's like okay this is <laughs> we, we gotta shut this off and some of the netflix ones it's like okay i'm done with this like, yeah it's, i've, it's I've never creepy. i've never seen i've never seen that that's for sure it's like leprechaun but, uh, at a point they just got silly <laughs> like when leprechaun goes you know to space and yeah. then two movies in the hood which is hilarious got leprechaun on the hood i caught that while flipping channels a couple weeks ago god damn is that funny <laughs> oh my god because everybody that was I one i didn't like, see as a kid either <laughs> i feel oh i did uh later on i was probably in my teens when i saw the first leprechaun the first leprechaun is creepy because he's set up to be a really creepy character yeah i think they're on like hbo or something now so i have them all on my watch list on yeah. the fire stick i'm like we gotta watch all the i think no. six leprechaun movies because i don't remember the sequels I, I don't think i ever saw the one where he goes to vegas i didn't see the one where he goes to space but there was a point where they know exactly what they're doing with the leprechaun, so I thought, okay, that's yeah. gonna be that's gonna be fun because it's gonna be just stupid. Leprechaun, literally, Leprechaun Four is in space. It's like I Jason X. I mean, and, I remember seeing it, Jason X in the theater and saying, "This is gonna be fucking dumb," and it was. My friend was so excited. I'm like, "This movie's gonna suck," and it did. Yeah, <laughs> it was terrible. That's the universal and, opinion on it. Yes. Uh, yeah, pretty much. Pretty much. Yeah. Uh, that but was the he, bottom of the barrel for Jason when they're like, "We got to cross him over, Freddy. We can't do this again. We can't have." Another. Yeah. Like, so I enjoyed that Jason versus Freddy. I was actually pretty excited because I, I when I was it. learning about these horror movies, I was like, "Okay, I'm actually pretty excited to see Jason and Freddy. That's going to be fun." That was so, that movie was a lot of fun. I got to say, was, I really yeah. enjoyed that movie. I rented that, so it was a lot of fun. But um, yeah, some of the movies that we've seen, like I was like I put the kibosh on this i'm not gonna see it we saw annabelle and i hated it nobody likes the first annabelle but it's i still think it's just creepy so i was creeped out but my wife has a thing where i'll be like here's my thing here's my reaction in the theater for those at home i for those on the audio my hands are over my face and i have like one eyeball corner of my eye visible in the theater going fuck 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 and then my wife, Noelle, will just, she won't be covering her face, but she'll just look straight down at the floor, like, like at her feet when she gets nervous that something's going to happen. And I looked at her during Annabelle because I didn't want to be there. And we were actually at the Cinemark Theater that we live by now prior to it being remodeled. So half of the theater was shut down and we were sitting in these creaky wooden seats. Oh, and I was, this is my first time there. And I'm like, there's, I, I'm, this is my nightmare. I'm going to die tonight. <laughs> like, I'm literally going to die. And then, like, I looked at her 
when she was doing the whole like she looked down at the floor thing when like Annabelle was like rising up and shit. And I'm like, you made me pay for this. You fucking watch. I said that in the theater. <laughs> I do the same thing because Sherry covers like, her face too, even at home. She'll like, cover I don't up her face. See this, but you do, so you look at the damn screen. And that's exactly what I do. I'm like, listen, you've said <laughs> it's become a joke, basically. Cause I'm like, you wanted to watch this. We want to watch a scary movie. And that's the funny thing. She'll want to watch a scary movie. And then especially if it's at night oh let's watch a scary movie sure and then she'll need to watch like three spongebob spongebob episodes it's like a palate cleanser so she can not be scared and try to get some sleep it's become oh, kind yeah. of a, a running joke with us but now all the time all yeah. the time it's, one of it's awful what have the... been dragged to some of the worst shit yeah, yeah noelle will see anything she kind of doesn't That's the have thing. A... we saw that movie this is one i i i told her i can't do some of these anymore uh the came out years ago it was the blair witch reboot it came out in 2016. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Place. I remember that. And it wasn't even that, like, it was creepy and it was scary, but it's more of those found footage things where you're literally just seeing the bottoms of people's feet and the camera running. Mm. And it was just this yeah, screaming and the orchestra and this, like, what's that in the corner? And I, I just said to her, I like, I did the whole look down at my feet thing because towards the end of the movie, I'm like, I have a headache. And I looked at her after the movie, like, I can't do movies like that anymore. I don't like that whole visceral terror bullshit. I don't like that whole running away stuff. Like, I'd watch the Paranormal Activity movies with Ryan because he had all three of them on Blu-ray. <sighs> and they were creepy. They were very creepy. And I didn't enjoy most of them. But, like, <laughs> like I don't enjoy – it's not like the found footage thing bothers me. But it's like I don't like that visceral, what's going on, noises, what's that? I hate right. that. So I've seen some shit that has been like, this is – God it worked once, right the, once. The first Blair Witch was super effective with that. But yeah. that's kind of it. And yeah, you can't because, yeah, you get a headache when you're following around with someone's you know point of view and they got a camcorder or something. And they're like, mm -hmm. and you're looking at feet and looking at the ground and looking over and seeing something. And uh, the paranormal activities, I just thought were just boring. So it's like, yeah. is something going to happen? Those jumped the shark real quick. It's when they did paranormal activity 3D. It's like, all right, it's clear we were done. Right. Yeah. <laughs> but I, like I there's know. some of them like. Like you got me into some movies. Like you talked to me about the movie The Thing. Yeah. And I'd heard about this for years. And I was like, the thing, the thing. Like I hear it's a great, like, I hear it's good, but I don't know what it's about. And you I think you remember telling me, like, please wait for me to watch it. And for some reason I did. we never got a chance to watch it. And I watched it at home. And this scene when the dog starts splitting apart and the mm. thing starts coming out, I sank into my chair like <gasps> what the fuck is this movie because it starts off like the dogs running they're shooting at it mm -hmm. they're all hanging out yeah. at the base and it's like, you don't think anything's going on and then it's like oh my god and it's one of my favorite horror movies i showed oh, yeah. it to ryan oh dude when we lived together and it was so like you have to watch the there thing. there are so many scenes in the th and the thing is one of my favorite horror movies it's one of the best down. Because there's that, there's a thing with the dog and it's splitting and everything. And then there's, you know, when they got the paddles on the guy and then the chest opens up and bites, you know, the arms off. <laughs> yeah. Then there's, you know, when the guy's head drops off and sprouts spider legs. That I wish I could have been around when you saw that for the first time. When, you know, homeboy's head kind of is like dripping off of his body. My, and sprouts my, the spider legs and starts running around. <laughs> the one that like got me the most is when they were testing the blood in the vials. And the one that like yeah. set that off. I was like, Jesus Christ, Jesus Christ. <laughs> <laughs> oh, dude, I saw that twice in the theater. I went um, every October. Uh, ArcLight Cinemas in California would have uh, horror movies they'd be showing all the time. But on Friday nights, they showed some at midnight. I went two years back to back uh, Halloween's where they showed the thing at midnight and seeing that in a the theater. 
in a big room sold out with like 500 people and on the big screen and that's why i really am such a proponent of the theater experience because <laughs> i'd only ever seen the thing at home i'd seen it a bunch of times loved it it's a great movie yeah but watching it in the theater really was a different experience because you get really immersed in it and now imagine that experience you feeling that way when you saw that even now in the theater on a big screen where you also can't escape it that's the thing about watching horror movies in the theater too i mean i used to go see yeah. any old shit too in the theater just because I thought it's so much fun to be around people and see people get scared. Oh, God, yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, and another funny thing about the what I just remembered, actually, when talking about the thing, because I showed it to Ryan. We looked together. I actually saw, he actually saw the, because we went. they made a prequel in 2011, which wasn't very good. And yeah, I still haven't seen that. I don't yeah, know. It's, it's not, it's also called The Thing, but it's literally <laughs> everything that happens with the people beforehand. So there's not much shock to it. But Ryan actually saw that first because we went and saw it in the theater. And he's like, man, that was crazy. And I'm like, I, I wonder what happens next. And I'm like, dude, that's a prequel to the original. He's like, are you serious? I'm like, yeah, that's a prequel to the really? movie that came out 30 years ago. He hadn't seen the original. So I was like, all right, we're going to have to sit down and watch this. Oh, so I kind of felt like the magic that. was taken oh. away from him a little bit with that. Because that first one is just, I mean, the original, the 1982 right. one. It's, it's, oh, it's so awesome. Yeah, that's one of my favorites. I watched the Alien and Aliens movies when I was a kid. Uh, Alien and Aliens when I was 12 right. because there were action figures out and I had a curiosity and I read a bar them for my aunt. And I loved them. The first one, like... The first Alien is a horror movie. Absolutely. It is a straight, it's a horror straight horror up horror movie. I mean, there's a sci-fi element because it's in space and it's aliens, obviously. But, mm. man, it, it is a horror movie. That's one of the movies that made me shake. There's two moments in film that have literally made me jump. And I, I don't I'm not one of these people who thinks like I'm too good for it. It's just I've seen so many things that you could see a lot of stuff coming. Mm -hmm. And there were there were two times when I jumped and this was in the theater when back in 2003, they were releasing the uh, the Alien Quadrilogy on DVD, a big ass box set with the four alien movies. Yeah. In um, I think it was maybe November, December, because it, it was definitely a holiday thing. But in October, they were showing the Alien Director's Cut. In theaters for a limited time. It was one of those when it was oh, released for like a week. Oh my God. So I said, I want to go see. And I, it was another one of those movies I saw on Channel 11, <laughs> edited. I said, I want to go see the director's cut. This is going to be awesome. So when uh, I went with a friend of mine, female, because um, <laughs> I knew she was going to be scared. And, um, but it was, it was going to be fun. And uh, there was that scene. In the, have you seen it recently? Like, do you know the first one well? Oh, enough? I know. I've seen Alien several times. Okay. So that when the guy's going through the vents and looking for it, it's like, where? Where is it? It's just like, he's top, right on top Dallas, of you. Yeah. yeah. And then turns the, the flashlight and then shows the alien just goes, <laughs> like, right yeah, at him. That, that made was me one literally, that got me as a kid. I was like, oh, oh, dude. That made me jump in my seat. I literally went. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it was hilarious. And um, the other moment was. As I didn't, you're going to be mad at me for this. I didn't see Jaws till I was like 19, and I saw it on DVD for I didn't the see first time. Future until I was in my late teens, anyway. So we're even. Oh yeah, okay, <laughs> fair enough, fair enough. <laughs> uh, yeah. So I first saw Jaws on DVD. I just hadn't caught it when it was on TV or anything like that. It yeah. wasn't, and mind you, like when we were growing up, there weren't old movies getting released in the theaters. You know, Fathom Events or you know, Flashback Cinema no, or no, all no, these no, things no. where they were showing these old movies. I probably wouldn't have seen Jaws until I was at least that age either because my aunt was the big fan of it and got me the VHS tape when I was 11 and mm. then my life changed. Right. So <laughs> Yeah, and, and you've never been in the water since. Mm. But um, 
Yeah, the, the moment where, and it was funny watching the documentary after watching Jaws, which was fun. Just the whole, it was like a full like hour and a half documentary they had on the DVD. Oh, those are the days loaded with mm. special features. I still love special features. But anyway, um, where they're talking about trying to get the timing right. Spielberg really wanted the timing right and the music to, to be at the right place and everything. But when they're underwater and, you know, Richard Drivers is under there and he comes up on the boat with the hole in it and the guy's head suddenly ben drips Garter's in. Head pops yeah, out. exactly. Yeah. And it's and there's an eh. I was laying flat on the floor watching it. You know, I was at a friend's house just laying on the floor with like, you know, a pillow under my head just like this. I literally went. Uh, like two feet off the ground, I shook so hard when that head just. I don't uh, blame you. It was really it, it. It creeped me out. Whoa, I'm out of focus. Bring yeah. me back. There it is. And um, <laughs> yeah. So those are the two times I've like legitimately jumped in in films. Um, to, some, two of my favorite memories of going to see movies with Sherry. Since you're, you're talking about you and Noel, let me share mm-hmm. some highlights. The yeah. best part of going to see Batman v Superman was seeing the Conjuring 2 trailer before the movie. Now, I'm sure uh, everybody, if you haven't seen The Conjuring 2, watch The Conjuring The Conjuring 2. was one of the first movies Noel and I saw together. Oh, fuck. And when that movie started out, <laughs> like with Annabelle's eye, I looked at I was on the couch. We, we had been like three weeks or four weeks into dating at that point, and I started going, fuck, 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 fuck. I can't do this, Noel. I can't do this. And then the whole scene with them, when the, the demon was on like the cabinet where they're playing mm-hmm, hide and seek. Mm-hmm. She like, I remember she like screamed and jumped into my arms and I was like, what do I do? I'm fucking terrified. <laughs> it's like, don't look like, at me. I, I'm not. It, it's like, I just no think I'm Indiana Jones. Ice. Yeah. There's like no better way to break the ice. And then I actually showed her, um, return of the living dead. Cause it was on TV. Oh, after. Like, yeah. Let's watch a fun horror movie. So it was totally. Uh, yeah. That's, that's a nice little icebreaker. But yeah, that, that was to, one of the first ones. Down. And we were just like, I mean, it was it was a great. I enjoyed the experience because it was such a, a an early bonding experience between me and her. But what a fucking nightmare that that was. Oh. Well, to bring the <laughs> mood back up, the movie was good. That was a good. I love The Conjuring. It's one of the best horror movies I've ever seen. Oh, I do too. Well, Sherry and I eventually watched that together. But you know, since you interrupted me in the middle of my Conjuring Two story, Jack, sorry, little tale of like I was dating my girlfriend. She jumped in my arms. <laughs> <laughs> he jumped in my arms and my heart at the same time. Oh, but yeah. Anyway, uh, so the, in the trailer and obviously in the movie, there's a scene where the little girl is on the floor. And Conjuring 2 is scarier than the first Conjuring, in my opinion. Uh, it's way creepier because the nun, obviously. Really? You don't think so? Oh, there's man. some scenes in two that are like, yeah. This, it, it was, yeah, I'll it get gets, to that in a moment. A I'll let you finish your story. Yes. <laughs> Thanks. Um, but anyway, so there's a point where the girl is sitting on the on the floor and there's all the crosses on the wall and they start inverting one by one. Mm-hmm. And then out of the dark, someone, you know, someone comes out and, you know, at the hand, it makes a sound. <laughs> now, mind you, the theater's kind of starting to fill up. We went and saw it on a weekday afternoon, but enough people showed up because it was still like, I think the like the Monday or Tuesday after Batman v Superman had opened. So there were there were still enough of a crowd coming in. Like, Let's get this over. And, with. The, yeah, <laughs> and, and the lights were still up in the theater. This guy comes out and bruh, and Sherry literally Wah! and the whole theater starts laughing. It was awesome. The other hilarious time when uh, her getting scared was just hugely amusing to me was when we saw it. Now we saw it. This is obviously the re- the recent one, 2017 version. Uh, we I saw it story. like a month Whoa. after it came out. Uh, we were very, very late and everyone was raving about it. And we avoid. I mean, 
you can say avoided spoilers, but everybody kind of knows the story overall um, because, the, you know, there's the book and then there's a TV adaptation and then there's this one. But we kind of wanted to stay away from everything when it came to that movie because we wanted the experience of seeing that movie in the theater. And for some reason, just didn't get to it till it had been out like a month. We saw it in October. And that moment when they're in the garage and they're doing the slides <laughs> and then, yeah, Pennywise slide by slide and they start popping out. <laughs> And it's so well done because and everyone must have seen this movie by now. Not spoiling anything for this. I hope if you haven't seen no. it and you're listening to the show, for Christ's sake, just go watch it and turn this yeah. off. But anyways, the scene where the slides are going and, you know, the garage gets dark and then a slide and then Pennywise is popping out and then he's bigger and then it gets dark and then he's bigger. <laughs> Every yeah. time it was Wah! gets dark, comes back. He's bigger. Wah! <laughs> it's like three times and the only we were the only two people there aside from two people behind us that's a really dumb way of phrasing it um but there were two dudes like a couple of rows behind us and man did we get a kick out of her just freaking out every time you know the, the slide came back out which is again a perfect experience in the theater because the theater goes dark that's another thing like when you're watching it in the theater it has a totally different effect than if we just watched it at home yeah because yeah. it's like you're in the garage with the kids because everything goes dark and then the slide comes up and pennywise is com- coming out of the yeah oh the slide and that was, you know, that, was a, these that was a terrifying scene it was I, um yeah we uh with the conjuring 2 to go back to that real quick we saw that opening night and it was a packed theater oh i bet and then like people were there to see a horror movie and before the movie the trailer before the movie started they had the trailer for the movie lights out that was coming out the net the following month and i remember a couple that was sitting next to us when the trailer when they shut the lights off in the movie, the, the demon shows up or whatever in the thing. And the guy next is like, oh, fuck no. <laughs> like that during the trailer. And, uh, and I told Noel, no, I'm not seeing that. And I still haven't seen that. I'm like, you go with your brother. You have a good time. You guys like horror movies. I'm I'm doing this tonight. And this is it. And that one wasn't bad. Lights Out wasn't that bad. I did see that one. Yeah. That was okay. But we con- watched it on like HBO or something. But Conjuring 2, like, the one scene that rattled me the most is, like, when the with the television clicker, and then she couldn't find it, and she turned it back on, and the guy's like, my house behind it. I was like, oh, oh yeah. God. Oh, that is <laughs> fucked up. Yeah. yeah. Oh, man. Well, even that, there there's some visual things that happen in that movie, like, when all of a sudden you see the, you know, the figure grow kind of in the background. There's a yeah. lot of stuff like that where I just feel the like The crooked man thing. Yeah. 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 There was a lot of stuff that was, I felt was just, um... Getting fucking very... scared now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, good luck going to bed after this. Um, yeah. But ju- it was just very smartly played. I mean, as creepy as the first Conjuring was. And look, I stayed away from the Conjuring. I wrote a blog, actually, on my site from a couple of years ago about, um, I don't remember if it was about scary movies or what, but it, I, I said, like, um, I know that Conjuring is going to be scary, and I'm not seeing it by myself. I'm letting you know right now. Like, I'm yeah. sure this movie's freaky because it looks really freaky, and I believe the hype on this. Unlike something like The Ring, which is just dumb. I still don't understand sucks. why people get so I scared that about for that. for the first time with Noel, and I was like, this is scary. Like, it wasn't even scary. So I hate that drab mid-2000s blue yeah. dark blue color palette, palette yeah. horror movies and like the scene where she she was mad at me actually the scene where the horse jumps off the ferry <laughs> i was hysterically laughing i just like that's Dude, not funny that horse died it's, and I'm like, it's, that's the funniest that's the even part of funnier that you hear the horse it's underwater you hear it neigh as it's getting cut up by the <laughs> propeller it's like it's underwater you wouldn't hear her <laughs> from underwater it's underwater I was I laughed out loud in the theater. That was when I gave into the hype. 
That's why I fucking I hate hype and I don't like just going to see shit. But there's certain movies like The Ring and Avatar that I'll go see because I'm tired of hearing people talk about. Them. I'm like, I want my own opinion. I don't just want to be arrogant and just say fuck yeah. that movie. There's certain I movies I will go see because again, horror movies I try to avoid as much as possible. I watch it with her. Uh, I'm like this sucks. <laughs> She's like, oh, I loved that movie when I was growing up. I'm like, this movie's awful. It, it, it's it's a dumb movie, but people love it. Like, Sherry loves that movie, too. She thinks it's great, and I say, that movie's trash. I'm sorry. Yeah. That movie's not that, scary. The grudge, all that shit from the mid-2000s that, you know, yeah. I don't know what it is. Like, I guess they're ad- adapted from Japanese movies, but that whole pulling hair out of your mouth and hair and your, <laughs> and, your orifice and eyeballs shit, on your tongue. I fucking and, hate that. Yeah. Like, that's not, like. I'm, I'm not into that either. Yeah, I gotta say so that weird. was that was a fun part about you know the resurgence in the uh, the later half of the '90s when Scream came out and kind of brought back the slasher. And I know what you did last summer in Urban Legend, and you know that those knockoffs kind of came about. Yeah. And they were fun. And uh, we've kind of watched those recently, including the first. Well, I should say all four Scream movies. I'd seen the first Scream a hundred times, kind of like everybody, but I hadn't seen it in a while. I I saw Scream two, and I really didn't remember it. I saw it once in high school, and I don't remember. And same thing with Screen 3. I just remember it being dumb. We watched Screen 3. I think I mentioned this on the only podcast years ago. We watched it in health class. It was a substitute teacher and a bootleg of it. This is so liquid. But um, had a bootleg of Screen 3. And over like three days, watched Screen 3. Yeah, I mean, we were seniors, so everyone was at least 17 anyway. So I guess it, there was nothing wrong with it, but... I guess it's like, okay. So I saw it in 40-minute chunks, Scream 3, and it was dumb, and I didn't remember it, and I'd never seen Scream 4. So over the course of like a week, we watched all the Scream movies, and they were fun. I have to say, like, I, I really loved 3, which I barely remembered because it's so terrible. And the same never way- Never seen any more than the first one. Oh, really? Oh, dude, yeah. they're, they're actually good. 4 was really good, even though I, to a point, I saw where things were going, and then it still did, frankly, surprise me. Um, and as a result, by the way, after watching the screen movies, we watched the first two scary movies, which I haven't seen those in a long time either. Actually, scary too was better than I remember. I remember hating scary movie too when I saw it at the time, but it's, it's actually kind of funny now, but anyway, yeah, they, had a, they had a good run. Some of them. So they did. Well, I, I actually like three the best because it's the Zucker brothers. Oh, and I think they're funny. Yeah. yeah. Cause it's, it's like airplane and all those other movies that those guys made hot shots, you know? Yeah, I, I really enjoyed that. But you know, the first scary movie is really funny, particularly the opening scene with Carmen Electra was really funny. And um, yeah, I actually thought those were those are fun rewatching those, but also watching them having never. I never saw. I know what you did last summer and I never saw. I still know what you did last summer and I never saw Urban Legend and I saw Urban Legend Final Cut in boot camp. It was like a little quick explanation of that. <laughs> and th- yeah, I know this is really random, but in case you don't know. So after high school. Graduated in June of 2000, and then in September 2000, uh, enlisted, well, over the summer, enlisted in the United States Marine Corps and went to boot camp in September of 2000. Well, six weeks in, uh, my right knee gives out on me and I'm getting discharged. So I spent two weeks in what's known as RSP, Recruit Separation Platoon. And there was one movie theater on base with one screen that would only show one movie at a time, obviously. That movie, circa, uh, I guess it was uh, November at this point, early November of 2000, was Urban Legend Final Cut. So the, one of the Fridays that I was there, they said, oh, good news, we're taking you all over, we arranged for a screening, we're going to the movies. We're like, yeah! And I was just happy to see a movie in the theater for the first time in, I mean, at that point, almost two months. I couldn't tell you the last, I think the last thing I saw before I went to boot camp was something like Shanghai Noon, if I remember correctly. <laughs> not not something you want to go out on, but yeah. regardless. 
we went and saw Urban Legend Final Cut, and obviously it sucked. And uh, yeah. I was just happy to see a movie, though, at the time, honestly. Like, I was happy just to be in a theater and seeing a movie on the big screen because I was a dork. So, uh, but otherwise, that. I'd never seen any of those movies. So I just bought the movies digitally. <laughs> I know what you did last summer. I still know what you did last summer. Well, not Urban Legend. We actually watched that together. Yes, we did. And Because uh, you'd never seen it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but Noel and Cherry had seen it, and they loved it. So they're like, oh, let's yeah. watch it. And they're so cheesy, but at the same time, yeah. I enjoy those movies just for the nostalgia part of it because oh god it's so it's, 1998 it's, it's high school just... for me because i mean those kids were playing my age even though they were older you know everybody in mm-hmm. those movies or in college like it was close enough to that age and um i i love same, same reason i loved scream 3 i loved i still know what you did last summer because it's so convoluted and ridiculous I, i'm wildly entertained a couple, a couple i think Right after we moved into this place, it was like, you know what? This still is fun. Like, it's just a fun movie. I mm-hmm. seen it when I was a teenager, thinking that was like peak horror at that point. <laughs> I saw that at 13. Like, that's the one horror movie at like 13. I was like, mm-hmm. I want to see it because it's just like it was like of my age group and I liked it. And um, and it was that, I, that phase, too, because there was that little yeah, like, late totally, 90s slasher resurgence that, yeah. that started with Scream, where yeah. that was a. A thing and then the early 2000s it got a little weirder with you know like i said the, the american remakes of the japanese horror movies and then there was stuff like uh we we actually watched recently two movies because after watching the you know urban legend and the last summer movies and everything we were still feeling a little nostalgic for the uh the early 2000s and like movies at that time were like oh you know we should watch cabin fever that movie's great it's not actually Never. <laughs> it's actually not great really liked it at the time when i saw it but we watched it and we were just kind of picking apart the movie like wait a minute this is actually this makes less sense and how does this happen all of a sudden and blah 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 i remember really liking it when i first saw it when i bought the dvd and yeah, like oh three um and then wrong turn which i think still holds up i only seen the first one i haven't seen the direct to dvd sequels but the first wrong turn is actually kind of fun for what it is it's you know a bunch of inbred people torturing teenagers in the woods so <laughs> Yeah, it's pretty great in the woods of like West Virginia. Uh, that was still a fun one. But anyway, we, we could talk horror movies all night. We're very we've been very movie centric yeah. in in recent weeks. But so, um, I have one more point, though, like with sure. um, what is well, first, let's uh, let the movie discussion. What's your favorite horror movie? Like, what would you say is your favorite? Like overall, Ooh, like what's been the one that's tough because it, I think I have an idea for mine. It might be the thing because I love Nightmare on Elm Street 3. I love the original Nightmare on Elm Street. And I love Freddy vs. Jason for all its flaws and all its silliness and everything. Um, and then there are others you might think I wouldn't like, like 13 Ghosts I think is great. That movie's a lot of fun. Um, and I've seen Terrible, which is another thing. I saw like House, the House on a Hill remake and Ghost Ship. I mean, I went and saw all that shit. All that shit in the theater, dude. That's the stuff that Noelle grew up on. So she was a big horror fan mm-hmm. from like seven years old. Like right. she just loved horror movies. It was it well that it was that era that they were back in the mainstream again. So I get it. Yeah. Um. But man, that's a tough one. I really. It's a close. I mean, the thing is absolutely up there because the thing is is scary and and a horror movie on so many levels. Um. And like I said, I do love Nightmare on Elm Street one and three. Hmm. If you absolutely pressed me and said pick one, I would have to pick the thing, because the thing that's is, a good pick. The thing is pretty perfect. Yeah, it really, that's a, really that's a damn good pick. As much as I love, you know, Freddy, and I think Freddy was the best of, of that type of villain. I like him better than Jason. I like him better than Michael Myers. Oh, I love the um, Jason movies. I, I I would pick, honestly, I'd pick Jason just because it. The, the movies are kind of just, they just blend into one story. 
Like it just all kind of blends together. And the thing is, like, you don't have to overthink them. Like, what's the eighth one about? Jason goes to Manhattan. Got it. He's going to kill people in Manhattan. What's the sixth <laughs> one about? Jason lives. Got it. He's back from the dead. Like, you don't have to like overthink any of those. What's movies. Jason like, goes to hell about? <laughs> yeah, I think he dies. Like, <laughs> whoa. Yeah. I'm in. Like the only one that's like in question is like the new blood. Well, what does that mean? It's a girl who's fighting Jason. Gotcha. Like who's telekinetic? Like it's just you don't have to think about it. They're, they're just so like ah, uh, just put it on and just I don't care which right. one's on. They oh, kind of all blend. I I forgot actually the ones that we I don't know how I could forget just in the moment. And I was going to bring this up before, but you probably interrupted me uh, as your your latter day uh, pattern. But <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> you also had never seen the Evil Dead movies before I came along oh, and said, you need oh, to watch those. Which oh we watched one and two in the middle of the night at the cabin in the woods where uh, Corey used to live, which is featured. If you haven't seen the, the short film, the sketch film, uh, Dark Cabin, check out the only podcast that matters YouTube channel. And watch a dark cabin. You will see a legit cabin that Corey used to live in, which must have been there before. Yeah, exactly. The cabin was there and the neighborhood must have been built up around it. Corey used to live in this place. And we we watched a bunch. We watched Con Air. We watched the first two Underworld movies. And then uh, Ryan and Corey were getting sleepy. But we watched Evil Dead. Oh, Serenity. (laughs) Oh, fuck. That's right. Bored out of our minds of Serenity. I'm like, I know how to get this back. We're watching Evil Dead. Yeah, and then we Evil Dead Two at like five thirty in the morning. We like, did. It was it. it was light when we left Corey's place. Yeah, <laughs> we went home, but none of us had to be at work the next day, so it was great. Yeah. Um, and then you and I watched Army of Darkness like a couple of days later. So mm-hmm. that's another one. See, I'd have yeah. to say Evil Dead Two is so fucking good. I and love, I love Dead. the first one. Too. I, I, the first Evil Dead. I hated the remake. I watched the remake. A couple oh, I didn't years even bother. Before. It sucked. Yeah. Because I just I don't, don't know, know how you improve on. I hadn't seen the new ones. I mean, I'm sorry, not the new ones, the old ones. I was like. This really? is this is Evil Dead. You need to see. Like, oh. so have you watched them with her? Yes. Oh, okay, good. She loves the second one. She said is the best one. Oh yeah. Well, the but second she, one is the first one the with the budget. Out of Army of Darkness. <laughs> oh, Army of Darkness is just straight comedy, and I just yeah. I love it. I love that movie. <laughs> so I mean, I can't discount those either. Like, will I pick Evil Dead Two or the Thing? Like, that's kind of tough. Yeah, Evil Dead so, Two is up there for me. If I got to pick one, if you had to um, pick one, yeah, yeah, uh, I gotta say it. The first it. Yeah, um, yeah. I'll tell you. Here's a brief background with my with my history of it of me being terrified of horror movies. So, little kid, I'm probably ten or eleven. I see the VHS tape in the store of just like of the you know you know the famous poster like he's ripping the white background and everything else. And I'm like that looks legitimately terrifying. I never want to see that. Fast forward to a couple of years later, I'm in high school, and same thing happened with you. Like you were saying, you were watching Scream Three. For some reason, in my health class. We had like a free period. And I know I discussed this on the 9-11 episode where you said like the gym classes sometimes would just be like hangout periods. So this one time, like gym and health were the same thing because they had to do health one semester. So we were actually in the school auditorium because they were renovating the gym and or renovating the classroom because we were in health class. So we sat in the auditorium because it was the only free space. And so one of the nerdy horror kids in school, like there was like this group of people who were like, half gothish more slip not shirts and all like andrew's type of crew like in high school <laughs> high school andrew yeah oh so i'm they, so sorry you missed like, that era <laughs> yeah so they were passing along the it tape someone was like letting the other one borrow it and the teacher's like listen we got nothing going on if you want to put this movie you're sharing around go ahead and i thought i looked at it like oh it that was that creepy movie I, that i saw the box as a kid and it's like all right how scary could it be so we watch it and the first scene is obviously like he pops out of the sheets and kills the girl and it's like oh my god this is horrifying. Then this the Georgie thing happens and his face with the like the eyes and the teeth like scarred me. It's like I have to study for a test. 
So I was legitimately like just terrified. It's like and I was 17 at this point. Like, I can't watch this. Mm-hmm. So for like when the new one was coming out, um the trailer would sh- I tried to watch the trailer, but I was like, I can't, I, I can't do it. Like the trailer was so creepy. So I actually ended up watching a reaction video trailer of like when I used to watch like some of the people I like Schmoes know or whatever. They had a reaction video to it. So I remember watching it like this far away from me and it would have the trailer like in the small part while they're watching the trailer reacting to it. And I thought that's terrifying. But as I got closer to the movie, the story intrigued me more and more. I've for some reason kept thinking about the story and the new Pennywise was creepy, but like, I was like, the story sounds so good. And we actually watched the night before we saw on opening weekend, we saw the movie. Mm-hmm. Uh, we watched the miniseries. Like, you know, it's time. It's been, God, like 15 years since I saw it when it was in high school. And it wasn't as scary, but it was creepy still. And the oh, story yeah. was good. It was good up until they become adults. And it just kind of was like, this is, is this over yet? But we watched <laughs> the next day, we went to the theater, we saw the new one. And, I, and it's another one of those moments of like, hands over the face for a moment with the beginning with Georgie because you know what's happening. You're like, fuck, 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 fuck. I think yeah. I said to myself, and Noel had to shush me. I was like, don't do it. I said, don't do it, Georgie. And then it just like his arm got ripped off and it was just like off to the races. It, yeah. What I loved of that movie was just like, it was more than just like a scary clown horror movie. It was like the kids and the story and the, the town mystery. And the 80s, was, fantastic. Oh, that was like, I love when stories can, if it takes place in a specific time period, get the time period right. It really felt like what 1989 was. There was only like one minimal flaw. <laughs> that whole thing is like, wow, there's a new kids on the block reference. Young MCs on the radio. Batman. Yes, this is 1989. So it was like, so like, what I imagine. Yeah, like we're going to beat it into you. It was like Captain yeah. Marvel. Everything was very like, it's the 90s. It's the 90s. Yeah. It's the but 90s. But it wasn't like, it's here's a mishmash of things. Like they got the time period right. The Definitely. only mistake that they made, that. I guess Derry got, because uh, they were at the 4th of July parade. It's like, I guess they're getting Lethal Weapon too early because that movie opened July 7th of that year. And it was at the <laughs> marquee. So it's like, the, uh, but I've said, I just love the story. And it was so like, totally. enthralled there. And I, I, I saw part two. I thought it was okay. But again, the part when they're adults isn't as good as when they're kids. When well, they're kids, you know why I think that is? I think it's because it's scarier when kids are the ones getting terrorized. When it's adults, yes. it's not as intense. Mm-hmm. But because they were kids in chapter one, I think because people are like, oh, chapter two, that sucked. It's not good. It's like, no, it was good. And all the actors were good. great. And as a continuation of that story and a way to kind of wrap it up. Yeah, it was great. I really enjoyed the second one, but the truth is, it's more fun and also scarier oh God, yes. seeing so kids perfect. get terrorized by a clown mm-hmm. when it's adults. Because it's the like same. Stand by Me. It's like yeah. the Goonies mixed in this horror thing, and it's just it's it felt like an '80s movie. It was so it so did. Good. No, it, it really did. They they it's captured. One of my, it's probably my favorite horror movie besides like I like I know I mentioned Alien and stuff like that, but I prefer Aliens over Alien. So I can't say that that alien is my favorite. This is true. Horror Aliens horror. is amazing. It's one yeah, of the alien. one of the handful of uh, superior sequels as you look through yeah. the history. And of I cinema. love them both, but Aliens is just so damn good. But like I would say, it's my favorite horror movie because how how concerned I was going into it and just the relief <laughs> I felt afterwards. Like I walked out of that and literally I was thinking of like in 2017, like I always do my you know what's my favorite movie of the year, and I really had to think for a minute. It's like did I like it more than the last Jedi? Like I really didn't know for a few minutes wow. for a little bit. I was like, that's a big deal for so you much. And I love the last Jedi, but last Jedi was still settling for me. Mm-hmm. I was like, did I like it better? Like it was, that was on that level of just like, 
holy shit like i love those movies right that movie so much no, it, it makes sense to me that's a yeah. for you especially that was a tough call but wow yeah that's good that you picked i i, I can say my, it, it chapter one was definitely scary yeah oh absolutely <sighs> So Absolutely. Halloween, I mean, this this devolved yeah. into yet another conversation yeah. about movies, but, but it plays it, it, in because what's everybody how, talk about? All the, well, yeah, horror movies. It's every Halloween, and that's what everybody gets into, and what people look forward to. And frankly, mm-hmm. there have been a lot of good horror movies in recent years. That's actually something I was lamenting with uh, my one cousin, who horror is his favorite genre. And uh, we were talking about it, and it was just like, yeah, there's not a lot of good horror movies that have come out in recent times. I mean, everybody loved. The Halloween movie that came out, which was a sequel to the original movie Halloween, called Halloween. I hated the title. Of that. Yeah, I, I enjoyed well, the movie. I thought it was good. It should be called Halloween Comes Home or something like that. You know, Halloween like, Returns. Even that, yeah. Halloween Rises. <laughs> the, yeah. Michael Myers Here Rises. Um, something like that. Yeah, it should. Because there's more sequels. It's Halloween Kills and Halloween Ends are the next two. I know. That are but pushed back to. I, I didn't even bother because it's one of those where it's like, you know what? You just don't get to erase every single sequel. Like, I've seen enough Halloween sequels. And that's sequels. the thing. Oh, those are some of the movies that I, I enjoy some of the sequels. I like the fourth one, The Return of Michael Myers. I don't remember. Yeah, I, again, those were probably movies I with saw on little, TV as a kid. his little niece or something. Like, she was like, who coincidentally was in Urban Legend, played the college. Yes. The goth, yeah, college yeah, 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 yeah. I remember yeah. finding that. The goth girl. Yeah, that was that was her. The kid yeah. from um, the but, fourth one. Um, yeah, I, I enjoy that one because it's on AMC every year. I always like the fourth one. I mean, the second one or the original, that's, I guess somebody saw Empire back in the day and said, you know what? We need a plot dis- twist. Lori's <laughs> got to be Michael's sister or something like that. Right. So, but. But um, the, the idea yeah. of like erasing all of those and no, this is the only Halloween sequel is just that really turned me off. So I I didn't even see it. Yeah. I didn't even see yeah. the 2018. And that's the second Halloween. time they did that because they erased that the rest of them after for Halloween H2O also, apparently. Yeah, exactly. It's like and, and I saw that and that movie's just silly. That's a if you want to watch mm. something funny. That and Halloween Resurrection, which is dumb. Those are just oh dumb. Oh, yeah. But funny as hell. Like those are actually coming out. There's a it was initially released, but apparently I guess now Paramount owns the uh, at least the physical rights to a lot of the Miramax catalog. So they're reissuing a bunch of uh, Miramax titles on Blu-ray. So there's a set that's coming out, which is um, Halloween H2O, uh, Halloween Resurrection, and the one with Paul Rudd. I don't remember which one it is, like Halloween 6 or something like that. Yeah. Um, in a three-pack. And I'm thinking, well, just for H2O. The three worst Halloween movies. Probably. But for 10 bucks, I'm thinking I'd watch each one of them again yeah. once. Because I know Sherry hates one? H2O. She fucking hates that movie. Yeah. Did you ever see uh, the third one, Season of the Witch? Because I know they tried to change it from Michael Myers to this anthology series of like these. Yeah, yeah, they wanted to it's turn not, it. Somewhere. Everybody like shits all over. It's really not that awful. No, it well, really people was. people are mad because it's not Michael Myers, but that's the funny thing. I don't. That's what they're trying to do. I feel like I have seen it, but I don't remember it. So maybe I haven't actually seen it. It's one of those movies where it's a little muddy for me. Where I'm thinking, well, probably same with Halloween Two. I believe I've seen Halloween Two, but I don't remember it really. So I can't yeah. say for sure. Um, but like the sequels, yeah, like four, I'm sure I saw at some point. Like I don't remember seeing five or six, like Curse of Michael Myers or Return of Michael Myers or whatever the fifth one was. And the sixth yeah. one, I don't remember. Um, so, yeah, there's some where I think like I must have seen at some point, especially because my friend who um, I saw Dead Silence with, um, we were really close for a while. Horror was his genre, too. So he was the one who dragged me to see Ghost Ship and Soul Survivors and you know, <laughs> House on Haunted Hill. Uh, and all that other shit. <laughs> so I saw a lot of those movies because horror was absolutely his genre. He loved slasher movies. Jason was his favorite. 
we saw Freddy versus Jason together, but we'd seen it separately with other people beforehand. Yeah. But we said we'd wait to see it together. Yeah, yeah. it was it was lame. It started yeah. rain actually that's funny. It started raining in Wildwood, and that's how we ended up seeing Freddy versus Jason together, even though we both cheated and seen it separately. Already. Oh, that's right. We went to the boardwalk and it was raining. It started raining. Like, you want to go to the movie theater? That little you know, rinky dink theater on the boardwalk in Wildwood. So we ducked in and saw Freddy versus Jason by the time we got out. Guess what? It wasn't raining anymore. So it worked out. Yeah. There you go. But uh yeah, I mean, look, nothing really ties in more to Halloween than horror movies, and it's something that's every Every theme, certainly if you're watching, you know, YouTube, everybody's doing horror movie stuff and talking about horror movies and blah, yeah. blah, 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 blah. Um, horror movies to stay away from. I, I can say that. I, I will say you could stream at least the first three Scream movies. They bounce around. Sometimes they're on Netflix. Sometimes they're on Prime. Yeah, sometimes they're, they're on weird. Tubi. Sometimes, you know, it's a bunch of, I mean, I have a Fire Stick, so they're always streaming on some app. Um, those are fun. I Still Know What You Did Last Summer, I think, is on uh, Hulu right now. And uh, I, I bought it anyway, just because I was I, I know Sherry loved the first one. She's like, no, I, it's not I saw it still. No, I saw. I know. I actually read the junior novelization for a book report <laughs> in seventh grade of that. <laughs> That's so random. You know what I saw the other day, which I was actually going to send you a picture. And I just I, I forgot to take a picture and send it to you. But there was a, a novelization of Predator 2. I saw <laughs> in a Barnes and Noble by me where they actually have a big section of like used books and collectible books. It's like, and it actually had a thing in a first edition. I'm like, is, is there a big market for the first edition Predator 2 novelization? It was actually yeah. pretty funny that I thought, oh, wow, somebody thinks this is going to fetch a couple of bucks. Like, listen, I like Predator 2 so much that I'm going to read about it. Yeah. I don't know. And Predator, there's another one. I mean, it's part horror movie, <laughs> part sci-fi, part action movie. I mean, there's another one that... It's not strictly a horror movie, so I'd hesitate to call no. it that, but it's such a damn good movie. That's why I can't count it. It's like, well, it's it's damn good. <laughs> I count it as more of a sci-fi movie than a horror movie. Same, that's what I mean with Aliens also. The Alien yeah. movie. More sci-fi than... It's a lot. It's it's kind of a mashup of a, of a couple of different genres. It's hard to just put it in one category. Yeah. I mean, for me. Um, but yeah, Cabin Fever, not as good as I remember, so watch at your own peril. Um, I recommend I Still Know What You Did Last Summer because it's ridiculous. And uh, what else? I, everybody's probably seen it. Everybody's seen Jaws. Everybody's seen the thing. And if you haven't seen the thing, get on it. <laughs> what yeah. are you waiting for? How about you, Jack? Any of those car- '80s Carpenter movies? They're not all horror movies, but Escape from New York, yeah. Big Trouble in Little China. They they live. live. We just oh, rewatched God, they, they Live, live. and you know what's funny? We we watched that uh, last weekend, and uh, we were saying like, that. Let's watch They Live. Let's take a break from all the stuff you know in the news and all the negativity. Blah, blah, blah. Let's watch They Live. It's probably been a good five years since I've seen it. Guess what? They Live plays a lot differently in 2020 than uh, oh my you God, might remember. It. It's yeah, uh-huh. there's a lot in that story that uh, unfortunately reflects more of 2020 than we might want to admit. So yeah. that honestly, that played a lot differently than I thought. <laughs> and so much for thinking like, we're going to watch this for escapism. No, no, it was not mm, as much no. escapism as we wanted. Yeah. Yeah. That just struck me where when you mentioned it, like, that's not escapism. That's like the total like no, well, messaging and, you know, it is. Well, that's why we thought like, ah, oh, this movie's fun. It's kind of a satire, but it, it resonates differently than it did a couple yeah. of years ago. Yeah. I'll say that. I love that movie. I was talking to Ryan about that the other day. I'm like, you have, have you seen They Live? He's like, oh no, I'm like you have to. We're like, we should oh, watch man. it now. But, but the baby was out. We were hanging out at his place. And I was like, we can't watch They Live right now. No, <laughs> not right now. Um, all right. Well, one more before we wrap it up. What movie do you think people haven't seen, or that maybe they don't like that you would recommend? I mean, you've seen so many horror, specifically horror movies, because you've seen mm. so many 
horror movies uh, bad some, involuntarily. Oh, you know what? I do want to add one in. Sure. But uh, I'll say for the recommendation you just said, I would say give Halloween three seasons of the witch a watch. It's okay. not great, but it, everybody would say, oh, it's so bad. It's got it a worse Michael rep Myers. than it, it's bad rep is undeserved. Yeah. Mm. yeah. But there's actually a movie that Noel and I, we actually ordered. Um, we just we did Shudder. The new uh, streaming service. Yeah, the horror uh, subscription yeah. service. Uh, so service. on there, there's a movie called Phantasm. That's from the 1970s, 1979 yeah. specifically. So I had heard about this movie, coincidentally enough, about around the time The Force Awakens was coming out. J.J. Abrams said there was a movie that came out when I was a child. It was called Phantasm. And that's how we got the name for Captain Phasma, the ah, metal stormtrooper. Right. So I'd always heard about that. And then we got Shudder. I saw it on there and I saw that Bad Robot restored it. So I was like, oh, so wow, J.J restored this film that he loved as a child because the distribution rights were like it was some small independent studio that made this so we watched it and at the whole time noel and i are just like this is so ridiculous it's so ridiculous it's creepy but in like a 1970s way and we were watching it and afterwards we we're like oh my god what the fuck was that and then we see that the sequels are on there so we watched the trailer for all the sequels and we had no idea what this but like they kept the same cast for like 20 years for all these movies, there's like four of them, and the, the last one came out in 1998. And it was still the same oh, cast wow. for all the years. I was like, <laughs> and I thought to myself, I kind of want to see it, and she's like, me too. So if you're looking for an underrated <laughs> horror movie that like you might be a little perplexed, mm-hmm. and if you have a Shutter account or want to try a free trial of Shutter, watch Phantasm. It's fucking weird. It's like very 1970s weird, but for mm-hmm. some reason, it was like. I, I don't know. I think I kind of liked it more than I thought when I was watching. It was kind of like, this is this is ridiculous. And I thought, you know what? That wasn't so bad. Uh, upon reflection, set. you say, you know what? This isn't so bad. I kind of like this. Yeah. Nice. So Halloween 3, Season of the Witch, and Phantasm. Check them out. Cool. Uh, I will definitely say, if you haven't seen I Still Know What You Did last summer and you have Hulu, watch it. It's ridiculous. It's great to laugh at. Uh, that would be one that would be, a, it'd be really fun to do a commentary track for that uh, down the line. More on that in, in the coming weeks. Yeah. But because that movie's so ridiculous, definitely. Uh, one nobody seems to like, but I think is a lot of fun, is Dreamcatcher. And, uh, I, I watched know- that with you guys a couple years ago. That was like, you you came in during the last 10 minutes. Ryan and I watched it, because Olafantastic is in it. Timothy Olafant. Hmm. And um, we... Is that the I- only reason you guys watched that? That's why he wanted to watch it because Timothy Oliphant was in it. I was like, no, this movie's fun. Look, it's got Morgan Freeman and Thomas Jane and Jason Lee. Like, yes. Brody is in it. The Punisher's in it. Fucker. <laughs> you know, Lucius Fox. I mean, what's not to love? Um, yeah. A lot of people don't like it. It was one of those movies. It's funny. I saw it. The same friend who went to film school who I lived with uh, in California, same friend I saw Dead Silence with, worked at the, uh, the big AMC in Brick. So when they would get prints... And they had to run the prints like, you know, Monday, Tuesday before the movie came out to make sure the print worked properly and everything. Uh, they <laughs> they they showed it one night and I went and saw it. And it was one of those I thought like, man, that movie was fun. And then it came out that weekend and it opened at number one. And then it dropped to like number eight <laughs> after the first weekend because people were so put off by the uh, the creatures that were attacking everybody in the movie that. It, it just dropped like a rock, but there was a lot of anticipation for it. And I went to see with a bunch of friends and none of them liked it either. I was like, what? This is fun. What are you talking about? Um, I think that's on Netflix. So I say uh, I Dream recall, Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's it, it's been on and off there, but I watched it with Sherry and there was a point where she just checked out. She's like about a half hour before the end. She said, I don't even care. 
Yeah. So I know it's one people don't like, but if you haven't seen it, if you're looking for something a little bit different and, you know, listen, it's got a strong cast. It's got Jason Lee, Thomas Jane, Morgan Freeman, Tom Sizemore. Some people it? we know would say, oh, fuck um, yeah. what's, what's his name from <laughs> Homeland? Uh, can't think of his name. It's the first thing I ever saw him in. Oh, who's the redheaded guy? Son of a bitch. What's his name? Uh, if you've seen Homeland, you know who I'm talking about. I'm totally blanking on his name right now. But uh, Damian Lewis. That's it. He's in it. It's the first thing I ever saw him in. Um, it's it's a good cast. It's fun. If you if there's a point where you're like, oh, come on, which there's a point everybody seems to have when there's a reveal about the creatures. Um, it's still it's definitely oh. suspenseful for the first like 40 minutes before you know what's going on. But a lot of people were put off by the creatures. But I say that's Speaking- a fun one to watch. You no, know, it's another really, and we're, I don't want to keep us going too long, obviously. But it was like you guys pets, aren't done yet. <laughs> it keeps they keep coming to me. The original Pet Cemetery, nineteen eighty nine. Yeah. Oh, unnerving horror movie I've ever seen in my life. <laughs> Just... And don't see the two thousand nineteen remake. It's dog shit. It's awful. But the original one, we watched that. Noel and I were still like the scene with the the infamous scene with the truck and the baby. Uh huh. We, on the couch we watched at the week before because we were going to go see the new one mm-hmm. and we were still looking at each other like oh my god oh my god oh my god no 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 and then the scene that follows after like the fight in the funeral parlor mm-hmm. where the casket gets knocked out and you see the kid's body it's like oh god it's so it's still like i talked it's to my unnerving mom it's definitely unnerving yeah and i talked to my mom about that when uh because she read the stephen king books she loves stephen king but she was like pregnant with me i forget when the book came out but she was pregnant with me or I was really little. And when that scene happened, she shut the book and never finished it because she just couldn't take it. That's how powerful that is. And that movie just wow. nails it. It's so. Uh, Did she ever see the movie? No, she oh, couldn't. Wow. Wow. The movie's so unnerving, though. Like it's it, it so, is. The, the second one just looked. I don't know. I, I it's don't know. it's a it's a bad imitation. And they it, it they had it's so weird because it's just like it's playing off the original film. Mm-hmm. Even in the credits, they like play the remote. There's a cover band singing the Ramones song, and I'm like, <laughs> could just left the fucking movie alone. Like, I mean, the cover wasn't bad of the song, but it's like you're literally doing the same shit. Like, what to improve on this movie? It came out right. thirty years. Yeah, ago. yeah. Nothing. Well, having yeah. having said that, one of Sherry's favorites was actually Pet Cemetery Two, the other Edward Furlong movie, um, <laughs> and. I, I'd never seen it, and it was on Stars. I'd seen it a couple times, and yeah, I'd never seen it. And the the best part—that's another one I'm going to recommend. Clancy Brown just being a fucking if, yeah, Mister Krabs being an undead maniac. I mean, that's Mister Krabs. Yes, get the fuck out of here! I never do that. <laughs> really, oh, I've seen him in like watch he's it been again, in like Star Wars cartoons. He's been on the Goldbergs. Dude, watch it again, and just remember. Keep in mind, is Mister Krabs, and that's you'll Mr. have Krabs. an Holy exponential shit. amount of fun. I was oh, today years old when I heard dude, that. Oh my god! <laughs> I was every time he would do something fucked up in the movie. I go, arr, 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 and it's just, oh man, it's so much fun. I never seen it. I, it was one of those like I never made a point to not watch it. I never said fuck this movie. I don't care about a pet cemetery sequel. It's one we literally just watch. It's on stars. There's one to watch, folks. And keep in mind when you're watching it, it's uh, John Connor and Mister Krabs, and that's all you need to know. Oh, <laughs> Slaughterhouse. That's been on Amazon Prime forever. And it's great. Uh, it's it's a, b- a bunch of kids who end up trapped in a slaughterhouse with a crazed butcher who wants to kill them. That's a fun one. A, a kind of a B movie from the eighties that probably a lot of people haven't seen. Like so one there's of those like sleepaway camp and you yes. know, all those other like exactly oh, knockoffs. It's it's fun. And it's short. Night. It's like eighty four minutes or something. It's really yeah. short and it's funny and it's gross because it's in a slaughterhouse. 
Oh, it's it's a good, good time. Prom night, all those other things. Oh, my God. <laughs> well, the prom night sequels, I remember watching those on late night HBO as a kid, and they were pretty terrible. I never saw the, I don't think I saw the original, the Jamie Lee Curtis one. But, yeah. Anyway. Well, that's enough out of us. That's so enough, yeah. So, if you're uh, interested in what Jack has to say, and God, why would you be? I'm kidding. You can follow him on Twitter at JackWagon85 and on Instagram at JacksonFigure1985. You can follow me on Twitter at Abalo and on Instagram at ChrisSalesOut. And you can follow the show at CapePod on Twitter and Instagram. And, of course, uh, the show will be back next Monday with some more nonsense. Uh, I've got some something new for next week, and uh, nobody's going to find out about it until it comes out. But it's uh, definitely something different, just to mix it up, something people have been asking for. So tune in next week. Subscribe. Enjoy. Share. Give ratings. <laughs> what are you saying? I turned you off because I was trying to wrap up the show, Jack. What do you want? <laughs> I'll see you all soon. Apparently, <laughs> apparently, yeah. Jack's getting the boot for a little while. Jack's got some, uh, got some terrible got, movies. Got to a lot of horror on. movies. I gotta watch. <laughs> apparently, yeah. Now, listen, it's it's close enough. And as far as your wife's concerned, <laughs> it's Halloween season. Halloween yeah. is in the air. So September first is apparently what what everybody says it's the start of fall. No, actually, it's not. <laughs> yeah, summer's over. It's officially Halloween. Let's do it. <laughs> Never mind. Yeah. Back to school. Once you're out of school, that shit doesn't matter. Yeah. Until you have kids. So right now you're in the sweet spot where now beginning of September means Halloween season for two months. Mm -hmm. Yay. Yeah. And all the broads can watch Hocus Pocus and pretend it's good. Anyway. Don't watch Hocus uh, Pocus. Fuck that shit. (laughs) Worst Halloween movie ever. Uh, That's well, let's let's not get started anyway. uh, Please (laughs) like, share, subscribe, all that good stuff. And uh, tune in next week for another episode. So until then, for Jack DeFranco, this is Chris Abalo and this was yet another experiment. Oh, I know. Um, Kazam, you know, the one where Shaq plays a genie? That's not a horror movie. <laughs> well, you haven't seen Shaq act.